0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1128, Learning to Savor the Firsts and Lasts, by Brit with Nosidebar.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Saturday, welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free, that's with permission from the websites. Today's post comes from a contributor on No Sidebar, an amazing blog, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. learning to savor the firsts and lasts by Brit with nosidebar.com. The last couple of weeks have been busy over at Tiny Ambitions headquarters, aka my house. I had my last day at one job and my first day at another. I took my last flight to Toronto for work and my first drive on my new daily commute. Tiny Ambitions was also published for the first time on No Sidebar. That's quite a few firsts and lasts. The trouble is, in our fast-paced world, Do we ever really take the time to savor the firsts and the lasts? I'm guilty of racing from one thing to the next, bulldozing any hope of appreciating the moment. The seduction of new chapters. Part of this, I think, is excitement. Who wouldn't be excited to start a new chapter of their lives? Everything seems so fresh and new and full of promise. It's hard not to be seduced by that. But I think one of two things tends to happen in life. Either we go overboard and can't stop savoring the past moment so much so that we ruin our present reality, or we take zero time to appreciate anything and move through life at hyper speed. In either scenario, we end up at the end of our lives, never having lived in the present. Is there a happy medium that can be found between being stuck in the past or racing towards the future? I think so. I've never been one to dwell in the past, with some recent notable exceptions. The past is over, and we can't relive or change it no matter how much we wish we could. The future, though, that's an entirely different story. In my mind, the future is bright and sparkly and full of infinite possibilities. By extension, then, the future is much better than the present. I'll be honest, I often find my mind racing towards the future so I don't have to deal with my present reality. The future is an escape route from the mundane. It's as if my mind believes that the future is automatically better than the present just by its very nature. The future isn't now, therefore it's better. The problem with my internal logic is that my current reality is actually pretty great. I just haven't given myself permission to slow down and notice it. Being too preoccupied with what might happen undermines our ability to enjoy what is actually happening. This isn't to say that life is always kittens and roses because it's obviously not. But for me at least, My brain doesn't differentiate between the good and the bad. My reaction to having a great day is the same as having a not-so-great day. What's next? It could be the best day in the world and my brain would still kick into what's next mode. Living with intention. So what do we do about it? For me, it comes down to intentionality. And I don't mean that in a wishy-washy kumbaya kind of way. I mean it in a practical way. Applied in my real day-to-day life, intentionality looks a little something like this. When I'm hiking with Mr. T.A., I'm hiking with Mr. T.A. When I'm writing a blog post, I'm writing a blog post. When I'm cuddling with my cat, you better believe I'm cuddling with my cat. What I'm trying to say is, whenever I'm doing some thing, I'm doing that one thing and not the 20 other things on my to-do list. This might seem like a privilege, and in some cases, it is. But the fact is, I am a truly terrible multitasker. I just can't do it. If I try to do more than one thing at once, my brain turns foggy and neither thing I'm trying to do gets accomplished in any meaningful way. For me, monotasking is the only way I get things done. Realizing my brain operates in a single task environment changed my relationship to everything. However, the problem with monotasking is if I'm doing something I shouldn't be, it becomes very obvious. Just last night, I should have been playing fetch with our cat. Instead, I was reading something on my phone and Mr. T.A. noticed and called me out on it, which I'm grateful for. I am by no means perfect at intentionality. I am more than a work in progress. That being said, being intentional with my actions is still very important to me. That's why when I had my last ever stay in a hotel for work last week, I took 30 dedicated seconds to take in the view of the skyline before I left for my morning meeting. It's not a lot of time, but it was enough to ground me in that moment and remind me of how lucky I am. You don't have to be who you were yesterday. I wrote a couple of weeks ago about how you don't have to be who you were yesterday. It's okay to let go of the past. Maybe if I hadn't rushed through parts of my past, I wouldn't have clung so tightly to them in the present. By learning to savor the first and the last in the moment while they're actually happening to us, maybe we can let the past be the past and let the future unfold when it's good and ready to. There's been a lot of change in my life in the last couple of months. Leaving a place we both didn't really like for Northern Ontario was no easy feat, but I was so eager to leave, I didn't properly savor the last of Southern Ontario. I recently started a new job, and while I did definitely savor the first day, I didn't fully appreciate the last day in my old position with all of the wonderful people I likely won't cross paths with again. I'm hoping, for now at least, that our season of change is over for the foreseeable future. I am more than ready to settle into a new daily routine in a new city with a new job. However, if all of the change in the last couple of months has taught me anything, it's that change is the only thing we can count on. It's terribly cliche, but it's also true. We never know when anything around us could change, for better or for worse. The only thing we can do is be present for whatever firsts and lasts are happening around us every single day. You just listened to the post titled, Learning to Savor the Firsts and Lasts, by Brit with nosidebar.com. And now, if you wanna give back, really the best thing that would help right now is to simply tell someone or multiple people about this show, it'd really mean a lot. I've had fewer ads recently than before, and I can do that if the podcast is growing. Many people don't know how to listen to podcasts or what they are, so if you could show them how to subscribe, that'd be amazing and a huge help to keep this show running. It could be a friend, family member, or coworker, anyone really. Showing them right on their smartphone is the best way. So thank you for doing that. And thank you for being here listening every day, including the weekends. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.